You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program on this beautiful Tuesday, February 9th. Exciting day to be alive in Jesus. All sorts of cool things going on around the county, the community. God is good. He's taking care of us. We're glad you've taken time out of your busy day to join us on Morning Breath. Drive time devotion should to jumpstart your day. What do we do? We read a chapter of the Bible, spend some time in the Word. Then we come down to the studio here at East Coast Christian Center campus there on Merritt Island, and we read the chapter after spending that time in the Word and with Jesus. And then we talk about wherever God leads us in the chapter. My co-host today is Pastor Christian Hurston. How are you doing, Pastor Christian? I'm doing great. Very excited to be here, trying to settle in a little bit and not not um shoot shoot out of my chair with excitement. Oh yeah, you are like a you're like a like I don't know, like spring coiled yeah. steel or something. Like Tigger from Winnie the Pooh, I think. I've been I've been called him before, bouncing yeah. around in I his can tail. see that. I can yeah. see that. Yeah. 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 Squirrel. Yeah. What was that dog? Squirrel. That dog that was on amphetamines on that yeah. cartoon years ago. Up movie. Yeah. Up, is that up? Yeah. 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 Squirrel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's over the hedge. Yeah, that's oh, right. There, there we go. Thank Good you. Good job, Nick. Nick. I'm curious what squirrel you're talking about <clears throat> in up though. I'm thinking about that dog. Oh, yeah, he just the, the dog. Yeah, that that dog, dog. Dug the dog. Was asleep. That that dog was saying squirrel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm glad we worked that out. Uh, should I call you Pastor Squirrel or Pastor Christian? Either way, I'm going. With Pastor I'll answer Christian. to either one. No, no, I wouldn't do that. Come on, tell us some a uh, little bit about how to get get connected in Morning Breath. Yeah, the best way to get connected is through our East Coast app, and even more than ever, we've got so much information on there and everything you ever need to find out about East Coast or Morning Breath. You can also go to our website. It's eccc.us. You can get information, events, past sermons, and Morning Breath episodes. Yep. You can also follow us on social media. So Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, we've got content every single day that's out there. Or if you prefer, you can call the church offices at 321-452-1060, and we will be honored to either email or mail out a Morning Breath devotion guide or anything you might ever want to know about yes. East Coast. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, and what do they need to know before we get into the Word today, Pastor Christian? Well, we got a special event coming up. So What's this going is going to be on February 10th. It's tomorrow. So Wednesday, February 10th, we're having a special celebration service. And, you know, it's hard to nail what, down. Wait a minute. What are we celebrating? So this is going to be celebrating many things, but we're honoring Pastor Dan and Carolyn for their amazing service. For good looks. To ministry, for good looks, for the beard, for some cool Come shoes, on. all of that. I might surprise you, though. Yeah, and we're also celebrating the what we've kind of called the passing of the baton from Pastor Dan to Pastor Matt and Jessica. And it's a it's big better deal. than dropping the baton. Yeah. That's what they say, right? Absolutely. Yeah, no, we are. We're super excited about it. Announced it last weekend at church that Pastor Matt's going to take the lead role here at East Coast Christian Center. He served me for past 20 years. Now I get to serve him for the next yeah. 20. And so a lot of people don't understand I'm not retiring. Um, I got nothing else to do or nowhere else to go. I mean, I might take a month off every year or something. I might, you know, do a little bit less each week, maybe maybe work one, one day a week less or something like that going forward. But I've still got, uh, still got heart and vision for East Coast. I yeah. want to keep going forward. So there we go. That's awesome. Yeah, man. We did it. So uh, I want to read the Bible. How, do you want to read the Bible, Nick, today? Uh, if you'd like me to. No, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> Nick's there running the board. We'll be reading Proverbs chapter 6. I'm going to read the New King James. 
You know, it's really freaky. This morning, I don't know, because of the length of the chapter, it was a pretty easy read. Yeah. I, uh, I, I actually ran through, while I eat my cereal, I usually can listen to it twice. Yeah. And so there are three on my uh, Bible app that have it that I have loaded. Audio. I think it's uh, E, the English Standard Version, the mm-hmm. a- NLT, and the NIV. Yeah. And it's crazy how different the three voices are. Yeah, the voice actors. Oh, it's f- oh yeah. It's like I'm like it, you better not listen to ESV first because it's kind of the best I yeah. think sounding. Yeah. And then you go to the other one. It's like you just went from you know sci-fi lit to you yeah. know uh, ancient history or oh something, yeah the style know? for the NIV it's, is very proper. Oh gosh. Yeah. It's and the message is a good voice too, but it's different. It sounds very modern, kind of yeah. like that. It's yeah. just like. Sounds like a young guy. There's yeah. a, a very interesting. I think they really got a little part of this this chapter, you know, some part of it, a verse, yeah. really wrong in a couple of those transla- oh, translations. Yeah. But we'll look at that when we get there. So we're going to read. We've got thirty uh, five verses. I'm just going to take it through fifteen. Okay, no, is that right? Fifteen? Yeah, no, that's a little bit short. I'll take it through fifteen. I'm going to give you a little bit more. It's a little yeah. bit. It's not really that much longer with when you measure the the words. So yeah. I'm going to go through 15. Sounds good. I must say unto you, read, sir. I'm in New King James. My son, if you become surety for your friend, if you have shaken hands in a pledge for a stranger, you are snared by the words of your mouth. You are taken by the words of your mouth. So do this, my son, and deliver yourself, for you have come into the hand of your friend. Go and humble yourself. Plead with your friend. Give no sleep to your eyes, nor slumber to your eyelids. Deliver yourself like a gazelle from the hand of the hunter, and like a bird from the hand of the fowler. Go to the ant, you sluggard, consider her ways, and be wise, which, having no captain, overseer, or ruler, provides her supplies in the summer, and gathers her food in harvest. How long will you slumber, O sluggard? When will you rise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep, so shall your poverty come on you like a prowler, and your need like an armed man. A worthless person, a wicked man, walks with a perverse mouth. He winks with his eyes. He shuffles with his feet. He points with his fingers. Perversity is in his heart. He devises evil continually. He sows discord. Therefore his calamity shall come suddenly. Suddenly he shall be broken without remedy. Verse 16 from the New Living Translation. There are six things the Lord hates. No, seven things he detests. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that kill the innocent, a heart that plots evil, feet that race to do wrong, a false witness who pours out lies, a person who sows discord in a family. My son, obey your father's command and don't neglect your mother's instructions. Keep their words always in your heart. Tie them around your neck. When you walk, their counsel will lead you. When you sleep, they will protect you. When you wake up, they will advise you. For their command is a lamp and their instruction a light. Their corrective discipline is the way of life. It will keep you from immoral woman, from the smooth tongue of a promiscuous woman. Don't lust for her beauty. Don't let her coy glances seduce you. For a prostitute will bring you to poverty, but sleeping with another man's wife will cost you your life. Can a man scoop a flame into his lap and not have his clothes catch fire? Can he walk on hot coals and not blister his feet? So it is with the man who sleeps with another man's wife. He who embraces her will not go unpunished. Excuses might be found for a thief who steals because he is starving. 
But if he is caught, he must pay back seven times what he stole, even if he has to sell everything in his house. But the man who commits adultery is an utter fool, for he destroys himself. He will be wounded and disgraced. His shame will never be erased. For the woman's jealous husband will be furious, and he will show no mercy when he takes revenge. He will accept no compensation, nor be satisfied with the payoff of any size. Amen. Amen. That is the truth. So this chapter has kind of got, I kind of, I put 5.5 sections. Yeah. And it really changes gears section to section. Yeah. You know, when it, when it does get into the adultery part, it stays on that really for about half the chapter yeah. is on that. But you have three sections, four sections, I should say, before that, that are almost standalone sections mm-hmm. of the proverb. And the one is on, the first one is on debt and, yeah. you know, staying out of trouble that way. The next one's on diligence and, you know, your sleep patterns. Yeah. The next is on, <clears throat> you know, wicked, a wicked person and, you know, what... What kind of attributes uh, a wicked person has? And then uh, the next one is the six things the Lord hates, yea, seven, yeah. uh, are an abomination to him. And then it goes into beware of adultery. So I'm just going to put you on the spot for a minute. Yeah. Uh, give me something that you feel like uh, you liked or understand from one of these uh, five sections. Absolutely. The poverty <clears throat> one right out the gate is I love this. Is It's pretty brutal as he's saying to run away from it. So don't put it off. Do it now. Don't rest until Run away you... from poverty? Well, f- excuse me, from debt. Oh, okay, good, excuse good, me. good. Got, from gotcha, debt. gotcha. Yeah, and so... Because debt will lead you to... Th- this to poverty. poverty. It says, yeah. follow my advice and save yourself, for Come you on. have placed yourself at your friend's mercy. Yeah. Now swallow your pride. Go and beg to have your name erased. Yeah. Don't put it off. Do it now. Don't rest until you do. And that's the kind of mindset we need to have with debt. It's not this casual acceptance of, hey, all Americans are under debt or in debt, because that's a lie of the enemy. Uh-huh. Is yes, there are a lot I'm of not. Americans. Me either. I'm debt free. <laughs> And don't you love it? it can be a reality that you don't have to owe a man anything or know anybody is that it's so much freedom. I, I've learned this saying years ago from a good friend. He says, when poverty comes in the door, love goes out the window. And it's not always true, Ooh. but in a marriage, you know, we got Nick who's getting married here soon. Wait he, a second. I just want to say real quick. Yeah. It's not Nick's money. Caitlin is after. Yes. Because she could, I could actually collect it all in a, a handful. <laughs> yeah, in one hand and walk away with it. So. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not a money thing yeah, with those not two. A money, money, They're in love. Not a gold digger. They're in love. But in those first few years, I made mistakes of not making enough money and taking on more yeah, responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of young people feel like they had to have what their parents have. Oh, like, yeah. I want that house. Right and out that the door. Car. Right, right out, out the, the gate. gate. Oh, yeah. First mm. year, I need to have that size TV and I need that car and I need those vacations. It's kind and of silly. They didn't when spend you think the 25 about years to get there. Yeah. Or 44. Yeah. And so you put on all this responsibility yeah. on you that's undue. And this debt comes on, and it can just be crushing to a marriage. And so this idea of flee, run, it's almost the same way that we see Joseph, who fled from sexual immorality, you know, as he ran. Left his coat. Yeah, it's like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a a great point. And one other thing I noticed in here, it says, I think it even said it in yours, it says, go to your friend. Go to your friend. Wait a minute. Think about that for a minute. See, in this day and age, when this was written, the person who loaned you money would have to either be family or friend. 
it was very difficult, you know, to, you know, to go to well, Quicken, get on Quicken on your computer yeah. and get a loan. And then before you know it, they mail it to your house or direct deposit in your bank. You got it. Yep. Well, you had to go face people, talk to them, you know, and you couldn't travel to Jerusalem if you lived out in, you know, Bethlehem that easy and all that stuff. So it says you go to your friend, but I'm here to say that what the scripture is telling you is that people who hold you in debt are not your friends. And I just want to go a step further. If you're ever in a position where you feel like you should give somebody some money, do not do it. If you're in the position of giving the money, don't do it as a loan. Amen. You know, there are very rare, rare occasions where you can set something up that'll work. You know, I, in fact, uh, bought two houses when they were really cheap and set them up on a, on a loan payment and had, uh, you know, two different people, my children, pay me back for yeah. them, and that worked. It worked because of uh, the grace of God. Integrity. You know, integrity yeah. and all that stuff. And they were just going to go get a loan somewhere, so why shouldn't I make 2% on it? Yeah. And, which is was really cheap back then because interest rates were about 8 and, you know, why shouldn't they, you know, get their house paid off in eight years, yeah. which they did or less, which was awesome, but very, very rare. Very and rare. if you're involved in that, <clears throat> don't expect it back. Yeah. You know, when Carol and I did it, we looked at each other and said, as far as we're concerned, this is up to them to pay this money back. It is not up to us to get it back. And as far as we're concerned, we give expecting nothing in return, and we're okay with that. I love that. And I've been involved in some pretty big deals. I sold a business, and it uh, <laughs> didn't work out yeah. very well in paying it back. Hey, when I sold it, I knew yeah. that, hey, I'm not in this. I'm not, gonna, I'm not a loan manager. Uh, this is the way it works. If they pay me back, that's on them. If they don't, that's on me. I'm okay. That's a good word. I've heard Dave Ramsey say this in his financial piece is he says, if you have a family member out there that money is keeping you from relationship, just pray about forgiving them right now because it will will create such a division and destroy families and relationships and not just for you, but for your kids and the grandkids. For generations. Over some silly money. Like, it's not worth it. It's better to just give it to people. Yeah. You know, and uh, say, oh, yeah, you just can't do that. Yeah, you can you know, because um, when you have that attitude, then it's on God to pay you back. Yeah. And I like that better. Yeah. Because I look at the capabilities of any human around me compared to the capabilities of my father, knowing he cares for me. Yeah. You know, and I almost thank God almost every day. I, I probably do every day for his incredible provision in my life. Yeah. Uh, because he's an incredible provider. Absolutely. And so, you know, hey. It's a that's a real lively part of this chapter. It's something you really, really should uh, should pay attention to because they're not your friend. No. People in debt are not your friend. Yeah. That put you in like debt. That. They're not your friends. Yeah. It's a dynamic that is not worth losing. And so I'd be very careful with borrowing money from family and that. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't ever ask family for money. No. But I might volunteer money to family. Yeah. You know. So that's I think the way it needs to roll. There you go. What what about in go to the end? Anything in that section uh, stand yes. out to you? Yeah, so 
the next part I got that's first 10, and this may not be where you're going. That's but all right. No, a it's little, good. A little extra sleep, a little more slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. Then poverty will pounce on you like a bandit. <laughs> Scarcity will attack you like an armed robber. It's terrible. And this idea is, I've said this on the radio before, but I'll say it again. It's one of the number one lessons that any young person needs to know. And I'm not picking. I know some young people that will work circles around me as far as putting in hours. Like they want to they wanna hustle and work, but... There's no shortcut to that. You know, they tease about, I was hearing a story of Yeti coolers and everybody's like, man, this guy just had a million dollar idea overnight. They said, no, he was a 20 year overnight success (laughs) is he went to every trade show. He just sold this idea. It was a long night. Yeah. 20 years of overnight. And it takes hard work to grind and to hustle and to do it. And don't minimize that as God will bless that. But this the little extra sleep, you know, a lot of people, they press the snooze button during COVID. And Pastor Matt spoke to that, and it was so good, is if you've been pressing snooze on coming back to church to get him back into community, a lot of people, you know, the first month of COVID, I understand, but, you know, we're coming up on a year. Let's quit hitting that snooze button, and let's quit sleeping and slumbering, and let's get after it. There's a lost and dying world that needs you. Like, I've got a call on my life, but you got a call on yours, too, and let's get after it. Yeah, you know it's a it's a good point. And I like it. Um, this is this was hard for me. I have never had a hard time getting up in the morning. Yeah, in the sense of when I needed to, but when I didn't need to, yeah. I could sleep in. It's no problem for me to sleep in. I could get up every morning at five o'clock for for six weeks, and the next day, if I had no pressures, I could sleep till nine. <laughs> Wouldn't bother me a bit. And I lived a lot of my life condemned about that because I just wired a little bit different in that, I guess. I don't know. And even morning breath was born out of I'm not going to not give my mornings to the Lord and and all of that. And so um, it was a way I could figure out how to do it and kind of get a morning devotion in. Mm -hmm. And so morning breath was born that way. But this is not to condemn you. And I think my point in this portion of Scripture— and and it's hard because Proverbs is so blunt. Go to the ant, you sluggard. Oh yeah, that's kind of blunt. Oh yeah, you know he calls them yeah. lazy bones. Yeah, in mine. go 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 to the bathroom, you bum. Yeah, you know it's just it's pretty tough. And uh, but the truth is, this is not here to condemn you. It's here to it, this scripture has the power to help you through this, to get you out of and over the hump in this area. And the other thing is, if you're 19. Your best time is probably from 9 or 10 in the morning till midnight till 2 a.m. Yeah. It changes a little bit, you know. That's sure. why they finally learned high schoolers are going to school more like at 9 o'clock now. Yeah, not 6.30. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's I had crazy. to be at uh, vocational school at 6.45, and it was like 40 minutes from my house. Yeah, four hours till yeah. you're awake. And your so, brain's not oh, working. Dude, I don't even know. What did I go to vocational school again? <laughs> I mean, because those first three hours, it was till 10 o'clock, yeah. 7 to 10. And, you know, about quarter to 10, I'd wake up enough to think, oh, yeah, yeah. okay, I know where I'm at. But they're starting to understand, you know, people are different. And yeah. it, you, one size does not fit all. Yep. And Jesus did not make you to be just like Christian, who, what time did you run this morning? Today we were running by like 5.30. 5 30. 5.30 a.m., Christian went running. I played basketball down at First Baptist for 11 years at 5.30. Yeah. We started playing basketball at 5.30 for, I mean, forever and ever. Yeah. And it's okay yeah. that maybe that was a season of my life or that's the season Christian's in. It doesn't mean you're in it. 
And so I'm not giving an excuse to be lazy, but I do want to take away that trap of hopelessness that comes when you feel condemned because we're not all alike. We're different and that's okay. It's okay to be different. It's okay to, but, but be different for Jesus. Don't be different and lazy. Be different for Jesus. Yeah, they and may I, have their sweet time at ten o'clock at night, and that's, that's right. when they hear from the Lord. And I'm I'm useless after nine o'clock. Like <laughs> so, we we'll have some friends over, and I'm falling asleep at the table. I'm so like, is my wife. Yeah, I'm like guys, yeah. I love you, but I gotta go to bed. My like, wife starts you on at eight thirty. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, and so you know, it's like <laughs> okay, you know, I'm good there. But I and I do love it. Says go to the ant because the ant does give us a great lesson on just being a hard worker. Mm-hmm. You know, just get after it, man. Ants move incredible things and work as a team and you could just go on and on so in section number three what kind of stood out to you in there that's a little trickier this one is tricky so as you transition to go to the next one you're looking at my son obey your father's commands and don't neglect your mother's instructions this is verse 20 no no we're on verse 12 oh verse 12 we've gone to aunt we're on a worthless person a wicked man yeah so what are worthless and wicked people like They're (laughs) they're constant liars yeah. And we can just stop right there is Oof. that let the truth be in your mouth, you know? Yeah. Don't get caught up as Shakespeare said, oh, what a tangled web we weave when we first learn to deceive. And it's hard when you're a liar because you just get caught in this just l- lies of you're like, which lie did I tell? I got to oh, keep that one up. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's really hard versus Sorry. like, you let your yes be yes and your no be no. And life is yeah. easier. Yeah. God will protect you. When you live in integrity that way. Yeah, he will. But the the tricky part there, Pastor Christian, is when you have deception in your life, um, like maybe you're hiding a habit or an addiction or you're hiding a a, a relationship or any time you have deception in your life, then deception in your words has to follow. Yeah. Because you lie to cover or to hide or to, you know, rearrange things so it looks better. And uh, so going to the root of that, mm-hmm. you know, not just, oh, you're lying about this stuff. And you could, you could, I, I mean, I grew up in a family where my dad lied constantly because he was an alcoholic. And when I started it from five years old up, we go fishing on Saturday morning and we wouldn't. We'd go fish for maybe an hour and then we go to the bar. My dad took me right in the bar. I mean, sat me right up there on the bar. I'd be, you know, eating boiled eggs and, you know, had the worst gas of a five-year-old. I said, no, I should say, it was terrible. I mean, you know, uh, and then he'd say, don't tell your mom. Yeah. We and were, we'd walk we were out, fishing. We'd walk out the door. Remember, we were fishing. And I just learned to do it. And it became a way of life for me. And what was really the problem wasn't really the lie in the long run. It was my heart. And all the things I realized the lie could buy you. But as you said, it's all temporary. And then it all comes crashing down on your head and you hurt the people you love. And then it's just a bad situation. And so watch that stuff. Hey, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a minute. Got something more encouraging. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. 
We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family, We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321-453-453. Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Well, my final thoughts come down to really a lot of this chapter has to do with choices. The choices you make, making good choices. And, you know, we say that to little kids, you know, make a good choice or that wasn't a good choice. One of the greatest examples in history of great choices is uh, two brothers, uh, John and, uh, was it Edwin? Uh, John Wilkes Booth. Yeah, you've heard yeah. that name before. And Edwin Thomas Booth were, uh, were brothers. 
and uh, John, they're both actors, actually. Uh, Edwin was the better of the actors by quite a bit. He played, you know, Julius Caesar and Brutus and all that. But John shot shot Lincoln, of course. John Wilkes Booth assassinated our president. And, you know, Edwin was never the same after that. He retired. He stopped acting because of its, you know, just the stigma that went with being the brother of the man yeah. who killed maybe the greatest president ever. Yeah. And uh, what's amazing is uh, he uh, saw a young man get fall down in front of a train, and he jumped down on the tracks and saved, pulled the young man to safety and got him up. And a month later, received a letter from Ulysses S. Grant yeah, saying, thank you for saving President Lincoln's son. Oh my Can you believe that? Does wow. that give you goosebumps? That's wild. One brother chose life. The other brother chose death. One brother did something incredible. One brother fell short. Your choice makes a difference. Choose life that you may live. Awesome. See you, buddy. See you. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye, guys. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath Podcast.